Matt back to the town. Matt Big Sam. A little bit different setup again today. Yeah. So we had big, uh, big Mike. Off the good mic here. Yeah, how was that? Awesome. It was good, really good. He really enjoyed coming back. Mm-hmm. He had a good time being uh, being on the the standing version. Oh, you guys there. did the standing we version. The standing version. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I know you've been trying, wanting to try the sit down again because we can. We got comfortable here. Yeah, we can, yeah. we can relax. We can relax a bit. Yeah. You know, well, you know what it is is we have such a freedom now. I think without having the headphones on and all the other gear that we've got. Yeah, it feels the, great. Uh, the mics. Yeah, it does feel nice. Yeah. And the audio does well too. And you know, every now and then I can turn the TV on behind you. Yeah, you exactly. See a, a, a still, a still of what? Star Wars. What is 4K this? K seven seven. Me, me and Mike went through it already. Oh, okay, that's fine. We did last episode, which is up now on. Uh, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna give it away yet. But it's on our new provider, our new uh, our new host. Who is? Um, not yet. We're not. Gonna, we're not gonna talk about it yet. But if you're listening to this one, you're already there. But on the next episode, will be the reveal for uh, where what we're doing with the podcast going forward. Yes, indeed. Starting. To, we're starting to get in a place where we can make some money. Yeah, we're doing good. Indeed. It went from being a uh, a thing, uh, what do they call it, a uh, a podcast into a show into a uh, multimedia venture. Yeah, pretty much. We're yeah. all over the map now. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, well, there's um, actually a friend of mine uh, uh, from, I haven't talked to since junior high. Um, she has her podcast on like the best mounts to, to like travel through. And really? mountain areas in, in Alberta. Not bad. Yeah, so yeah, I'll find out what it is. But um, uh, she's she's in episode two of her first of her first season. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mountain yeah. mountainous regions of travel. Yeah, like Sulphur Mountain. Uh, you know, in the Edmonton, in the, like in the, the Alberta, all, Northern Alberta, all over Alberta, all over yeah. Alberta. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good. How's your week, buddy? Good. Just uh, just birthday celebrations. That's about it. A lot of birthday celebrations. Your birthday. Thanks was, for coming. Uh, was on too long ago. Yeah. Uh, thanks for um having a birthday for me to attend and. Or celebrate. Well, yeah. we did a whole lot. We well, ate some food. Well, yeah, we, we, met, up with, yeah, we met, met up with the boys and we just all... Uh, that was nice. Yeah, we all hung out and, um, and hopefully found you a new dentist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well funnily, funny, funnily, funny enough, yeah, I just need, happened to need a dentist and then realized that uh, the old Jason there is a dentist. Yeah. Who might also be the dentist who I was being referred to. Weird, like weird coincidence kind of thing over there. Yeah, it's uh, but um, yeah, you'll um, he, he'll, yeah, you're in good hands. I like how you mentioned because I, I think one of the things that people don't do, especially dentists, doctors, um, professionals. I think that's like what you when I think professionals, like dentists, doctors, lawyers, whatever, right? Is they don't explain to you like you're five. Yeah, they don't explain your situation or what they're going to do. I guess yeah, it's it. I think it's more of like they 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 walk you through step by step. Yeah, they say like, hey, you know what? This is this. Is this hurting? Is this? Is this, is this. And they'll mm. be like, you know what? Okay, so what we're going to see here, uh, what we're seeing here is this. Um, so do this. We'll keep an eye on it. Or, you know, we're, we're, we're going to do this to you. Um, do you feel comfortable? Blah, blah, blah. Right? right. So every time I go there, it's like you're in, you're in good hands. You're, you feel like you're taken care of. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to a, to, to a doctor because I know everything medical. I go to a doctor because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to, like, what's wrong with me. Yeah. Now, fun fact, I just don't go to doctors. Mm-hmm. But when I do go to a dentist or a lawyer, I go because I need... A professional to tell me what's wrong. Yeah, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They, you'll, yeah, he'll be, you'll be in really good hands. Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 there's no like, there's no. Every time I go there, it's like no, no nervousness. Yeah. I remember one time, like he, um, yeah, I remember like he, like one of my feelings fell or something like that, right? And I call, I just called him, and he's like, he just, he just yelled out, he's like, fuck, and then I was like. He's like, I knew it was going to last. And I was like, uh, like, like it was just, temp- it was a temporary one. Like he didn't fill it, but like, he's mm-hmm. like, we'll see, we'll monitor it. Yeah. Then he got me right away. Then it was problem solved. Yeah. I am. Um, I've, I haven't felt comfortable with a dentist in North America yet. I've had two now. Mm-hmm. One who pulled a tooth that I chipped 
in Thailand that was like a mess here. And he was in there with like the pliers. Jam me up. I was like, just fill it. Fill it up with the, the goop, the Novocaine, whatever it is. And he yanked out the pliers. And we got along because like I felt like he was really doing the work to get it. And I appreciated that. And he's like, your teeth are insane. Get out of my office. Like, there's a camaraderie there. Uh, and we went through war together. Uh, my, yeah. my busted ass tooth and his skill. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been to the dentist twice now in Thailand for random stuff. And always like top notch. Like mm-hmm. top notch work. Clean offices. Incredible facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, dirt cheap. Cost mm-hmm. me 30 bucks to get two teeth repaired. Oh, that's nothing. $30, man. And that was like with, I think, not including the, the x-ray. But I think it was like another five bucks. Yes. Oh, that's sick. Like, it costs you nothing over there. But they take good care of you, and they're, like, really polite, and, like, mm-hmm. everything's really, like, up to snuff. Mm-hmm. But here, like, weirdly, I haven't had the same kind of, like, um, not, not what's the word I'm looking for? Like, relationship, I guess. With oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the thing with, uh, actually, one thing I really like about, uh, going to Jason's place is that, uh, um, you'll have days where, like, uh, you'll be, like, sitting there, and, like, you know, like, when you, like, usually when you go to the dentist, it's either silence or, like, elevator music. Yeah, yeah. There you'll hear Jason's own music playing. You'll be you'll hear you'll hear like the clean versions of Wu Tang and like '90s hip hop and stuff like that. Because yeah, good. he always likes to play um, like his own music in there. And uh, um, and he's a fantastic. He's a he's a great musician as well. So no, he's very good. Yeah. He's um, done some music that we've used already. I think so. Yeah, I think we've used some. Music I've used his music on some of my videos. Um, right. But uh, yeah, he's um, yeah he's he's a bro. Yeah, yeah. no, he's very very top notch. Mm-hmm. Hey, question. Did you, well, you know what, before we get into it, before we get into the, the, the fun stuff, we saved, because I know, like, Mike hadn't been here in a while, so we kind of didn't get into how crappy the world is right now. Yeah. Like, the world's a friggin' mess. Like, we're on the verge of nuclear annihilation. Mm-hmm. Winter. Nuclear winter. Yeah. Oh, well, it seemed, it seemed that way last week. This week, it seems to be less so, but still, you know, I, I guess, uh, what are they, what is the doomsday clock? Is it two minutes? It's like a minute and a half. Like, it's less than two minutes, right? Yeah. Doomsday clock is like ni- a minute 90. Or I mean, uh, like 90, 90 seconds. Um, okay, so what is your question? No, I mean, I was going to go into other stuff, but I thought we'll get into that instead. Sure, yeah. How ahead. about you? How, how's, your, how's, your, how's your take? What's your hot take on the crisis? The looming pressure where it feels like gravity is grabbing us like more and more. We're being pressed down more by the atmosphere. Um, okay, I'll say this, though. Depending okay. Doom. Um, regarding the, uh, the war in Ukraine. Yes. Um, I will think that the war in Ukraine will be over within, within two months. Within two months. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be over in two months because the level of, because the, what Russia is doing right now is completely unsustainable. Yeah. Like there, there is no, um, there's nothing pointed to where there's actual, like, um, real leadership on the front. Mm-hmm. There's no like. There's no strategic battle plan. It's just a matter of just like going in there, shelling as much as you can, and um, hoping to hit something. That's like you know how when um, I, I, I attribute to the Russians when they when they were dropping when they were testing nuclear weapons uh, in the 60s, like in the late 50s and early 60s. So they didn't develop the they didn't develop the technology to put a warhead on an on a ICBM. Okay, they just had the they had the ability to just put a big bomb on somewhere and just um, Fly it somewhere mm-hmm. and just and uh, just uh, hopefully it hits something. Well, I mean, back then you could barely call it an ICBM. Yeah, exactly, right. So yeah. like, um, so they didn't they didn't develop that technology, and so um, fast forward to now, it's like there's no Russian soldiers. They you know they're some of them are like you know the, the Spetsnaz and those people. Like some of those guys are hard as nails, right? But the people who are actually on the front lines in Ukraine <laughs> right now are not the are not their best and brightest. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah they're not. They're just the, the yeah. guys. They're just guys who are just nineteen year olds who were just thrown together. 
saying that. Uh, sorry, you're right. No, no, I, I was gonna say not unfortunately in the sense that like um like uh, uh, no for the for the Russian for, side. For I mean the Ru- for, for the individual fighter. Yeah, for the individual fighter, right? Like so, unfortunately, these guys are just gonna get blown to shit. Yeah, and and, and like They're a bunch of kids. Yeah, so unfortunately for the Russian military. Yeah. Um, like the gold, for those who are seeking victory for Russia, mm-hmm. um, uh, their their people are. They, when was the last time Russians were in a war? I mean, like a real a real war where they tested like everything, blown out everything goes to yeah, war. Yeah, and, and, and like yeah, and that and uh, hardware had to be uh, revamped and, and re- reutilized because like they had to like for um, specific regions that they're fighting in stuff like that. I mean, when was the last time that happened? They went up against Rambo in Afghanistan. There you go. But I mean, okay. Afghanistan really like, not like realistically that was the last time the Russians had any kind of real like go war into war zone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That didn't end well for them. No, no. Yeah, I'm not well saying this. Did, uh, Ukraine is Afghanistan, but it's it is very it is some parts are very similar. I mean, they're fighting the entire male population of a country. Yeah, exactly. And there's no, um, and there's not, there's no like, there's no there's no movement on the uh, the Ukrainian side. No. They're, they're they're steadfast. Yeah. So, um, and when you you factor that in with the with with a with a with a you know with a army that's trying to move in, mm-hmm. who has basically, for lack of a better term, who, let's say they don't have any, they have no idea what they're doing. Okay, let's just say that. Okay. Just, just yeah. Why not? Oh yeah. yeah so you can easily say that. Yeah. There's no like there's no real coherent plan like that we're seeing right. Like even Petraeus was saying on CNN that yeah. there's no real coherent plan that we're seeing here right. Mm-hmm. When you have when you're deadlocked with forty miles of like. Uh, of just a train of vehicles just sitting there starving there. Fuel supplies are low. Yep. Food supplies are low. They don't know how to... So Cash the logistics of the war are not going in their favor. No. So having said that, all that, um, and then you have the opposition where it's like they are just fighting either guerrilla warfare or they're just like holding steadfast, um, sneak attacks, whatever you want to call it. Well, they're fighting to survive. They're fighting to survive. Rather than fighting to, you know, take over something. Yeah, and they, they won't stand down. They won't stand down. Yeah, so... Um, Every man in the country. Yeah, and so I'll... So if you factor all that stuff in, one side is going to give. Yeah. So if you had to, if I had to put my money on it, it's going to be the Russians. Yeah. And plus, the Russians have more to have so much to lose because they have to like, like uh, <clears throat> if they, they they're kind of like in a bad situation because if you if you want to pull out, okay, they're, they're and Zelensky says like the we're, we're open to talks, mm-hmm. but uh, Russia cannot use chemical warfare. They cannot use nuclear weapons. So. If you can't use those two those two big deterrents, what are you left with? Um, that's just it—a fighting force and guns and ammo. Yeah, exactly. So you can keep putting all the the manpower you want in there, right? But the it's not like Ukraine is just. Okay, granted, they don't like you know the the you know NATO and the EU cannot like intervene, right? But mm-hmm. the supplies they are getting, yep. you don't need like you don't need like a you don't need a closed airspace. They can close the airspace themselves with just surface-to-air uh, weaponry. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, they can they can easily do that. But at the same time, like, you've got one side, like you're saying, one side is being resupplied, and one side cannot be resupplied. Yeah. Not, they, they're not resupplying, they cannot be resupplied. Yeah, they can't, because they are just, financially, they are just getting yeah. choked. And plus, like, if you look at how, like, see, like, parts for planes, for example, mm-hmm. right? Where do those where are those parts come from? They do not come from Russia. No. I mean, they that's come, the... They, um, they have to source them from everywhere else, and those countries sure. are going to be putting sanctions on them. Right. And the uh, the idea maybe that not have, India, but like who knows? Ah, maybe not India, but, but even then, like I mean, okay, let's say India doesn't put sanctions on them. Everybody else has. Yeah. And they're part, like you said, the parts for planes. I know there's been a lot of fear that they are um, they're stopping flights that already have their planes on the ground from, yeah. from taking their aircraft back. Yeah. But the truth is, like all that stuff is going to either degrade, is not in the best condition, and can't no. be used for the purposes they want to use it for. No. So yeah, maybe they got a bunch of Boeing's, they got a bunch of seven thirty sevens or Airbus, whatever the hell they have on the ground out there. They can't really use that to rebuild a tank. Yeah. They can't use that to rebuild their fighter jets that are, are starting to, like, you know, really get, get a lot of use on. Yeah. And, again, the the youth 
of their fighting force, their um, their their lack of experience and their lack of leadership, and the fact they've lost seven generals, I think, one yesterday, but I think seven seven like high ranking Russian officials. Who yeah, are, like who are running operations, military operations, yeah. have been killed in combat. Yeah, and th- those are the generals that are scared of Putin. Right, right. But then, like, so look, let's see if you had, if you let's see if you're a Russian, let's see if you're okay. Let's say you take, um, you have a you have a Russian soldier here and you have a Ukrainian soldier here, right? Mm-hmm. This you okay? This this soldier here, um, uh, is fighting on the, that forty yard that that forty clock that forty mile line, long line of like. Uh, of just squished together, uh, just uh, vehicles and equipment, mm-hmm. and he's getting his, he's getting picked off. Like you know, his comrades getting getting picked off. His vehicles are getting destroyed. Supply lines aren't, aren't getting there fast enough. Whatever it is, right? And he's listening to, and his generals are getting killed, and he's he's listening to a guy who wants to, um, who's considered one of the greatest criminals in the world right now. Yeah. And then you have like, and he doesn't know what the hell he's what the hell he's doing, right? Then you have the other side. You have Ukrainian who's fighting for his very life. Yeah. Um, who will not back down, and he's he's taking and his his inspirational leader Zelensky. Yeah. Is going on TV, and he's fighting along the side. He's fighting on the front lines with him. Yeah. So if you put those two together, who's like which one do you think is actually going to be which one is more sustainable? It's like watching the worst managed tower defense game being played on one side, and somebody else just sees it coming. Yeah. Like it's, it really is like playing chess against your nephew who's three and has never played chess. Yeah, and that's yeah, exactly that's a good way to put it. Um, I that's why I think like there's, um, uh, there's a good chance that you know what, uh, this is going so bad, um, we have to either save face or like you know like let's just do it. Let's get at least the start. Let's start talking. Yeah. And so if the talks continue, and then hopefully we'll find a way out of this. Maybe like Ukraine has to like you know give up something, um, but Russia has to withdraw, and because. Um, if they, because like the, the 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 Russian citizens don't want this, the majority of them don't. No, their country's being crushed. Yeah, like, they're if being you look crushed. At the small businesses, the um, I mean, like the social media businesses that make that their entire livelihood takes place online through outside of the country funding. Yes, they're they're losing their business. Yeah, I mean they're just they're, they're going broke. They don't want that. The people don't want it. Yeah. The the fact that their entire government. Is uh, is about to collapse because they're not playing ball with the rest of the world. Nobody wants that. Yeah. So let, let's let's take a look at this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say if you have, okay, let's say look like in Canada right now, right? Okay, fuel is so expensive, right? So you have people who are, um, um, the average person is like, you know what? Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, cost of living is going up. Everything is going up. Blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Supply chain issues are causing these uh, these commodities to go up. So we're ha- we're going through that right now without any economic sanctions. Right. So if you look at Russia, Russia oh, is going through that. the exact same thing that that we're going through mm-hmm. in some form or fashion, right? But they have, but they know that there's all these sanctions putting on them. The money is just getting sucked out of yeah. the country. There's no relief. Yeah. So think about that. Yeah. So the, how do you think? How do you think they feel? The oligarchs aren't even safe either. Oh no! I mean, they're they're getting hit pretty hard. Themselves, yeah. Assets, right? assets are being freezed. You, you know, the yachts are being like. Fucking they're, par- parked behind a dumpster and fucking whatever, yeah, right? Being parked behind like a, an ocean dumpster, or yeah. just being out where it's taken. Exactly. They're being docked in uh, in in places where they're not going to get their boats back. Exactly. So there, there's a lot of pressure, and there's no way for them to to find respite because, like, at least here, like I said, like if our if our gas prices go up, our governments still have enough of a reserve or the ability to say, you know what, we're going to cut our taxes, we'll do whatever, we'll ease the ease the problems for now. Once the war is over, we'll all go back to normal. Blah blah blah. Yeah, because yeah, they they have to make us happy. Because they have to make us happy. Yeah. And they have the ability to make us happy. Yeah, exactly. Whereas that country does not have the ability to make anybody happy. No, no. They, they're they, they have hemorrhaging to make, everything. Yeah, they have to make Putin happy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and then again, like if they make him happy, who cares? Because the rest of the country is going to be back in a breadline. Oh yeah. Like he's really set them back 35, 40 years. Oh yeah. Like there's Easily. yeah, because like like the world doesn't have to bomb Russia into the Stone Age. No. They can just they can just do it economically. I think everybody's like gigantic fear is if he gets pushed far enough, like especially this whole Biden thing where he's like you know calling Putin a tyrant and the world's worst monster. He shouldn't have done that. I mean, maybe he should have just not done that, but that guy's kind of losing his marbles too. Oh yeah, but like who knows what the that guy. That yeah, day. I'll I'll say this about Biden, okay. He should not have said that, but I'm not surprised he said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised he said it. Because <laughs> that guy's just like, that guy's brain is just out to lunch, man. Oh yeah, no, he's fried. He's yeah. he's completely um, deteriorated. Like the guy's got a person that old should not be president. Should not yeah. be running a country. Yeah, you, at okay, all. yeah. You know what? Uh, I'll say this also: Kamala Harris should not be in that position either. She is just she's about fucking useless. one of the well, not just useless, but. Like, she's kind of an awful human being. She's, yeah. Like, like she's, when you look at things that she's done, it's not hard. To, like, you know, the whole, I remember when she won, like, every member of our family or every, like, you know, Indo person that you knew was like, you know, an Indian, half Indian, half black, half, this is, like, great for us. I'm like, who gives a so, shit? Who yeah. cares? This is bad for us because she's, like, like a dirty cop. She's, she is a dirty cop. She's literally yeah. a dirty she's cop. A, yeah, that's a good way to put like it. Like, when you watch those TV shows and dirty cops are planting evidence and trying to, like, like suppress evidence that is going to make people... Yeah. Free or like you know maybe some guy had like an ounce of weed but um no the biden thing is, is ridiculous but yeah. as far as like the whole russia thing goes i think you're pretty uh succinct is that the right word i'm looking for you're pretty pretty uh pretty good there i think you hit all the all the t's i think that's uh cross that, that, that was my i think that was my rant on it that was a good rant yeah. you should have the ranty one but today <laughs> your rant was uh, exactly where i wanted it to go you kind of hit exactly what you should hit and um thank you yeah, I no appreciate worries, man. I think yeah, I think you really you really nailed it there. Got on camera too. Got on camera as well. <laughs> no, it was a good rant. Got words back. My my uh, whole rant on the on the Russia crisis. Yeah, what is your take on it? Um, the same thing, man. I think I think you're looking at two months before it's not like monetarily feasible for him to be running anything anymore in that country. Like they're like I said, they're sending themselves back forty years. They're they maybe they're getting exactly what they want. Maybe they're getting that idea of uh, of a Cold War, Iron Curtain, Soviet. Uh, power base mm-hmm. but now anytime anybody wants to do something that's putin's biggest thing right he yeah. really wants the soviet union back yeah the feeling that he wants two bases of power if the americans are doing something well if you're doing something around american operations you have to wonder what the americans are going to think ask for permission if you if you have screwed up you ask for forgiveness there's a power base there that is not necessarily like american but like nato north america whatever it is yeah and you have to kind of like be on eggshells around that if you're going to operate within that area and I think he wants the same thing. Not I think. I think everybody knows that's what he wants on his side. He wants a Soviet power base. If you operate within that area, you have to always wonder what does Putin want. Yeah. Like what does what does Russia, the Soviets, what do they want? Should we be there? Should we be there? Got to walk around eggshells. Like that's his, that's his whole idea. Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, and maybe he'll get that. Maybe he will. Maybe that's what you get from all of this. Like he backs off, but now every time you move around that border or you move around, like you know something he thinks is distinctly Russian. That you have to walk on eggshells around the guy. That, that's that's true. Yeah, because like yeah, because like there's, there's there's always the um um the 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 uncertainty that of what knowing what he thinks. Because mm-hmm. like you're like saying like okay, what is okay? He's he's saying this, but what does he actually want? Right. So like he, I know he wants those those more of those Western regions because like he doesn't want the influence uh, the Western influence to, to like pour over into that into those two right those two states right or those two areas that that he, that he supposedly wants to uh, just um, put security there, but he just wants to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't, I don't know much about the Nazism stuff he was talking about that's occurring in Ukraine. I don't know. Um, but there uh, is, um, a lot of evidence that there were neo-Nazi forces within Ukraine 
that drove back Russian forces mm -hmm. during the previous Ukrainian-Russia conflict. Like, was it 14, 13, 14? Oh, 1416. Oh, do you mean during Crimea? Yeah, during Crimea and even during all this, there are there there is a lot of evidence that there are these people out there. But the thing is, it's kind of like you've got Is people, it fringe? It's not really fringe. So the idea without getting too deep into it is like you've got people who scream white power in America, right? Now, if let's just say for whatever reason a boat, a Russian boat comes to the shores of America, mm -hmm. they'll still scream white power and maybe they got a lot of militia people with their guns and shit. A lot of psycho cuckoo bananas people out there yeah. who will shoot back at Russians yeah. because they want America to be American. Mm -hmm. Well, does that mean that they're American? They're American, yeah, exactly. Right? But they're also neo-Nazis. Yeah. yeah, they're also like white power forever. Mm -hmm. So the same type of thing is happening in the Ukraine. We've got a lot of people out there who are not necessarily fringe. Like there's a lot of neo-Nazi influence within certain areas of the Ukraine that also does not want Russia on their doorstep. Okay, so it's that. Okay, so that so I guess like that. It's not like there are neo Nazis infiltrating the government, and Ukraine will be Nazi power base. Okay, so that's a, that's like trying to like like the government trying to like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It tried to like do gentrification in the in the deep south. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, granted, people should know that you shouldn't be listening to us for what the fuck is going on. In the well, world. I'm saying like I'm saying like but for, we're really laymanizing the shit. Yes, out yeah, that's it. Yeah, in, in like exactly the that. purest like yes, in the purest like like <laughs> right. like dumbest like layman's term. Right, is like trying to like uh, say okay, this this exists in here. So what we're gonna do is like we're gonna force that everyone, um, everyone in the deep south has to. Yes. We have to gentrify that entire area just because we think there's. I think there's neo Nazis in there. I think there's a lot of people there. That, who and, think and, and white they, is right, and they they hate the fact that Obama's president. Right. And so what we're gonna do is make sure that more. Uh, it's all gentrified, so it's like that. that we want to eradicate the clan in the south. Yeah. So we're gonna push all our forces into the south. Yeah. Now they might not be happy, like that. You know. Um, the, the I'm Yankees. not even sure that's a good. That's a good comparison. No, <laughs> no, no but I think it's kind of like what's going on. Like the, the Ukraine, like in in Ukraine, they're not exactly um, happy that there's this group of. People who I who identify as Nazis, mm -hmm. we really say it like that, right? Identify they're, they're straight up like they're they're happy to be looked at as Nazis. Yeah, like there is a group of people out there, but at the same time, those people don't want Russia in their Ukraine. Yeah, and Russia is like you've got Nazis in there, so we're gonna come in there and pull them all out. So why can't Ukraine? Why can't Ukraine do that by themselves? If they well, have, if, they are. If, yeah, so if if if, you, if Ukraine has the cap capability of doing that, mm -hmm. why don't you just say you hey, you know what Putin? Why don't you just say you want these two things back? Why do you have to go through this this convoluted like uh, right? This Lie, roundabout right? way you're not fooling saying, anybody no and, and, it's, and it's really apparent that he's not fooling everybody no so <sighs> they're so confused it, re it really is like a, a gigantic i think everybody's confused about it yeah like the one thing that, that annoys me out of like all of this stuff is the booing of like russian players who now like i mean we already talked about this with the whole ovechkin booing thing yeah like two or three months ago everybody is so far up ovechkin's ass for breaking records yeah and where were you three years ago when he put the the putin photo up on his Instagram, on his Twitter, and all that Because it wasn't convenient. It wasn't convenient, right? But now it's like people are quote-unquote proud to boo Ovechkin. Like, I'm really proud that like, I'm watching my country boo that guy. It's like when the war was going on, didn't he do a whole Twitter Instagram thing where he's like, stand down, Putin. Like, be cool, Putin. Like, he tried to do the whole be well, cool, well, buddy. The, the, well, the thing is, too, is that look, look that's how like how that's how far we've come yeah. within a short period of time. That's how fast society moves. Mm -hmm. It's like people will be either... Uh, people want... Uh, whatever their way of thinking to be in the public as much right. as they can. And if it's not, yeah, they'll just, uh, they'll try to bring it, they'll bring a person down. Yeah. And I don't be like, you know, yeah. Like, do you, do you remember where you were? Uh, you remember where you were four years, three years ago? Yeah. Three or four when years ago. When you were, uh, when you were cheering this guy. Yeah. And now what? He's never hidden the fact that he loves Putin. Yeah, exactly. Or he's buddy, buddy with the guy. Yeah. 
Like, he's never been like, you know, Putin who? No, he's always been like, I like Putin and I do commercials for Pringles. Like, he's been that guy. Like, yeah, you exactly. know who he yeah. is. You're all know. like, OV, OV, OV. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the war breaks out, and then you're so proud to boo him. Yeah. It's like, no, you're, you're hip, the hypocrisy of war just drives me bananas. The hypocrisy of, like, human suffering, all the shit that people do. Like, I, I, go, I go off on it all the time when it comes to vegans who, are, who have a new phone every year. You know, you're a vegan because you won't eat meat, but, like, you're, you're totally cool with a 10-year-old digging cobalt out of the ground with a stick. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're totally cool with that, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you don't like Putin, and you're against all of that kind of crap, but you're, like, you don't know what. Goddamn thing about Yemen. No. You don't know anything about the Saudis being placated by Obama going into Yemen and bombing the shit out yeah, of that place. Well, well it's, not, it's not the flavor of the month. It's not the flavor of the month. Like, you're totally anti-Putin, but, like, you, you look the other way when school buses full of kids... Get bombed by drones because maybe they're standing next to a terrorist. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, oh, you know, we didn't want to kill all those kids. We don't want to bomb a school. But, you know, we thought maybe there's a guy there who we want to get our hands on. Oh, yeah. He, on a deck of cards. Yeah, human beings have, they don't give two shits about They don't give two damage. shits about any of that stuff. No. There's like, that's what bugs me about the entire thing. Like, yeah, Putin's a gigantic piece of shit. I think that's, that everybody's on board of that. Yeah. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets He's it. He's an ex KGB, current weirdo, uh, wants the Soviets back, he wants the Cold War back. He's a gigantic piece of shit. And you're happy to boo every Russian human you know because you're pro-Ukraine. But at the same time, you never talk about all the, like, the horrors of war that our own governments are involved in. Yeah. They're like, like, thousands of dead kids. Thousands of dead kids. Phone in your pocket. You got yourself a Tesla. And you're happy-go-lucky. Yeah. Everything's cool. But you, you refuse to look at all the crap that you... Oh yeah, no, yeah. People, You're yeah, people will just put blinders on and just like you know they'll believe what they want to believe. Yeah, and they will. Uh, it will. It, and if you if you actually take take all that what you just say, you distill it down and you just have pure tribalism. Absolutely. Yeah, it's worse than tribalism, man. It's like a. It's you know it, it's it's a lack. It's for like you a able blind to think for yourself. Tribalism. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's like a blind kind of like it's almost religion. It's like a weird religious type thing where you're like, yeah. you zone in and you're like, no, that is what's good. Yeah, that this is, is what's good. Yeah, this, yeah, I can God put, is good. I can put this on Instagram. I can take, right? I put this on my Twitter and I can do this and stuff. I'm like, you, you are just like, that is just a, such an empty way to live. Oh, it's like, the yeah, thing is, and if you don't want to like, if you, if you have nothing, don't say anything. Just say like, you know what? I'm just going to go this way. Like hopefully everything ends up well for everybody. Right? Like, you know what? Then don't do anything. Cool. But if you, if you're just doing that where you're just like, you know, it's, convenient, it's convenient for you to protest because yeah. you know, you want to like Join a rally group because there's nothing else to better do that. What's well, the that, thing that to do? And you don't know like what's going on. Okay, who's Putin? It's like, like you know what? Just don't say anything. It's it's almost as bad as like male feminists. Oh, like God. it's that kind of shit where you're like you know you're just trying to get laid. I'm trying to get laid. I think you're just trying to impress a girl and you're just trying to get laid. The only time I, I today at lunch, the only times I saw it, mm. it was so sad. Oh, it's brutal. That's, it's like um, it's the, no, 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 like literally like right right out of the Bill Burr thing. Yeah, yeah. it was straight out of there. He's like, she's like, I don't like this song, and he's like, yeah, I don't like it either. And he's like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. What yeah. are you trying to like? Get, you're just like, I, I'm, I looked at this guy, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm with my friend, and I was sitting there, and, and I was like, and it was Jamie, right? We're just we're just hanging out, and I'm like, like listen to this, yeah. And this she was listening to me. I'm like, look how, and I was like, that is so like, I'm like, and then I was like, that is, I'm like, that's not like, you could be all for women's rights, sure. That's sad. Like I was like, like that's pretty bad. That's not uh, like cuck shit everybody talks about. You're mm-hmm. a, what are they called, a weeb or a simp? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like a, a cut down some weed. Yeah, <laughs> that's all there you, you are. Go. Yeah, I, no, man. The, the whole thing it's kind of like the the booing and all that crap. It's almost to the point now where like you're mad at your friend because like he's got a good relationship with his father and your dad is a piece of shit who beat you. Yeah. So you're booing all fathers, like you're booing parents 
Yeah. Because like you had bad parents, because you had bad parents, you. yeah. And like you look at your buddy who had like an active father, or yeah. like you know like a, a good strong role model, and they're like you know fuck role models, yeah, boo all the role models. It's like no, that's that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're not you're not protesting because that you care about human suffering, or you care about human beings who are who are in the middle of like the worst part of human history. You're part of something because it's the thing to do and you're virtue signaling and you're you're kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, how about this? Why don't you just become a, you know, be as good as you, be, be as good as you can be with, without the without the father figure. Be all you can be. Be all you can be. Just be like, you know what? <laughs> Despite not having a father, you know what? I taught myself how to do this. Exactly. I did this, this, did this. That, that, a, father, that, a, that a father should teach, us, teach exactly. a son. And like, yeah. And then you just like, you know what? Turn, like, and yeah, you know what? Turn out to be a gentleman. You know, it turned out to be a good guy. Responsible. But no, we kind of overlap there. But I get what you're going. But you don't go like <laughs> I get instead. Going. You just play the victim. You just play the victim. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was uh, that was kind of like a, a whole thing there. <laughs> yeah. The 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 rant. It kind of we kind of overlapped a bit there. Yeah. But um, I had some I had some things on notes here. Oh yeah. Wait, did go. you watch Batman? Did yes. You watch the Batman. I did. And did you? Uh twice now. Oh shit. I'm two times in. Nice. Yeah. I I had to watch it twice. I already talked to Mike about it. I was gonna I was gonna save it for this because I know like you're a huge Batman guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Batman guy, but Mike also is a big Batman guy. The first time I saw it, I watched on that 270 degree fuckery, and did, I hated it. Did you watch it on IMAX or? No, it's this new stupid thing that needs to go away because it's a gimmick based piece of garbage. So here, it's South Common. So you're in the theater and you've got the movie on the screen like normal. Yeah. And you're watching it and everything's cool. And then, you know how when you're watching The Dark Knight, the IMAX stuff happens? The screen just goes bigger? Yeah. Okay. So this doesn't do that. <laughs> the screen goes wider. Wider. And it goes all the way around you. So you've got to do this and watch, like, you know, people walking in the street. And it's the worst. It is the worst. The movies should not be doing that. Oh, shit. It's awful. There were po- like there are some points where um, Catwoman and Batman, the scene on the rooftop. Yeah. Catwoman, Batman, Gordon, and the thug are all kind of talking. And you look over and you've got, like... Catwoman here and Batman there and the thug is there and Gordon's over there like on the wall of the theater oh and it's a big gray wall yeah you cannot project a high def 4k image onto a gray wall with like sound board coding protection shit on it yeah it's awful it was the worst thing I've ever done so I had to watch it again where'd you watch it the second time Uh, same theater but not with that oh okay alright so I've seen it twice now nice so your thoughts I have I have plenty of thoughts oh um okay so I thought I think it's the... Oh. I think we're going to differ in our thoughts. I think it's the... Holy shit. How do you put this? I think it's the best pure Batman movie ever. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It is not my favorite, but I think it's the best. Follow up? Okay, this is why. Okay? The the reason I like... I I think it's, it's so good is because... Um, like for me, number one will always be Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't say always, but like right now, it is Dark Knight. Currently, yeah, that's also I think my overall yeah Batman base movie yeah might be my favorite yeah because like this one had like and because this because like there was um, this movie was it's the reason why it, it, I'm saying that is because it is all Batman mm-hmm. like Batman he's like he slow walks all the time <laughs> stuff yes. like that but like uh, he's it's it. It's so. It's the best best Gotham City I've ever seen. It's a very nice Gotham. Yeah, it's like it's 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 incredible. Like that, like every single thing about Batman that you love, Gotham City, Batmobile, Batman, those are characters yes. in the Batman universe. Yeah. Okay, so like um, Gotham City always changes. Batman always changes. Um, 
Alfred always changes, right? War never changes. Yeah, Batman always changes, but like, yeah, like, I had to go into Fallout. No, that's all right. No, but like, <laughs> and um, so no, but you're right. Yeah, so like those, every movie, you every movie changes, right? So like some movies don't get those changes correctly, right? Because like, let's say, oh, is that you? Shit. That's all right. We can, we can take a a partial break. Do you have two phones? Yeah. Are you a two phone guy now? I thought he was, you know, selling cocaine in an alley somewhere. <clears throat> That's all right. All right. Back where we were. Okay. Back where we were. Okay. So, um, Gotham. Yeah, so like, I was saying like that. Batmobile, they always, yeah. they always change. You mean like movie to movie? Yeah, movie to movie, right? So like, there's, um, there's certain Batman movies where like, they don't get, like, sometimes the Batman is good. Gotham City looks like, is like too colorful. Batmobile is just way overdone. Mm-hmm. Or Batman looks good. Or say the Batmobile looks good. The Batman was, was okay. Gotham City was whatever, right? Yeah. This You're basically mo- saying Batman Forever and Batman Robin. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So like, but this movie, um, Everything they nailed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yep. Um, even as Bruce Wayne, like he was like he was very like it was uh, different. It yeah, was good. Yeah, and they, good the, different. Yeah, and the the way what I, one thing I loved about the script is that they really didn't force the um, the narrative of, like where the t- where they were in the timeline. You know what they said like uh, like um, said like there was no no origin story like stuff like that, but they really focused on like how. <clears throat> um, how they introduced, like how these people knew each other, when yeah. they, how they, when they met, how they met. It was fairly just, obvious just by watching it. Yeah. Without any like exposition or like you the ex- know the exposition was flashbacking was like very like little. It's like yeah. all it said you is, knew like, yeah. where they were. Yeah, they'd be like, oh man, we've been doing this for two years. Okay, you know what? That's two years ago. That's when, that's yeah. when they first. Then you can tell they're in year, he's in year two. Well, that's a, like a great point. Is like we know who Jim Gordon is. We yeah. know who Batman is. And if you can understand, they know each other well enough to work well together, mm-hmm. which you, they show you pretty much right away. Yeah. And then you realize afterwards that he doesn't really know Penguin, he doesn't really know Catwoman. Exactly. And then you're good. That's yeah. all you need. That's all you need, right? And now so, you know where you are in the history of Batman. So it ta- it, it showed, because you can tell, they, they, it, it, it catered to its audience. It said, mm-hmm. you know what? We're not going to dumb it down for you guys. Yeah. There's, no ex- there's very little exposition. Like, there's a lot of exposition in Chris- Christopher Nolan movies, I, which, I, which I totally admit. Mm-hmm. But, like, this was, like, everything was just, um, just, the script was very, I thought the script was very, very tight. Yeah. Granted, the movie was very long. But it was never boring. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, so th- that's for me. Like I was yeah, invested yeah. in the entire thing, right? Um, so, um, yeah, just everyone played their like uh, everyone who played everyone in there. This this the um, all everyone who yeah, Carmen Falcone. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was just great. Um, the casting was the casting phenomenal. was crazy. Uh, the Batmobile was just fucking insane. Probably um, my favorite part of the movie. Oh, that, that's chasing was and crazy. Not, not even, not even the chasing because we'd seen it a bunch of times already. Yeah, like I knew it was coming. I, I had that, mm-hmm. but the just the introduction. Oh, it's crazy when it's like it's dark and it's quiet, and all you know is he's gone away somewhere. Yeah, like Batman, he's been shot up and he's not there because like, he has a whole thing where you yeah. turn around, Batman's gone, and the sound of the Batmobile. Oh, just there was a thing years ago. Um, I think it was in dark, in not Dark Knight. It was in um, Nightwing number one. When Nightwing first got his Bloodhaven run, yeah, uh, I think Phil Hester is the artist in that one. I can't remember who the writer is, but in that one, he's building the car and he talks about how Batman built his car. And then I think the next time, then well, he kind of gives an explanation of why the Batmobile looks and sounds the way it does. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an all-star Batman and Robin when they talk about how he's got speakers on the outside of the car that create like a sound that when you hear it, you're like, "What the fuck is going on out here?" Like, what is that? Like, immediately you don't know, if it, is it birds? Is it bats? Like, mm-hmm. it absorbs the sounds that are coming in and amplifies them back out to you. Yeah. Just to scare you. 
And I felt like it was the first time ever in a movie they did that. Yeah. Where you heard the sounds of the Batmobile and you're like, I don't know what that is, but we need to go. Like, yeah. we gotta go. Mm-hmm. This is, like, scary shit's about to happen. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It was yeah. a horror movie, yeah. the, the Batmobile. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. It was like, uh, it's it's like Michael Myers just stalking his prey. Yes. And, uh, and the, the thing I liked about, another thing I liked about it, too, was that it was just, you can see where this thing worked, where, where it grabbed, like, just um, influences from. Like, there was overhead shots from, like, like uh, uh, from Seven. Uh, there was, um, like, Zodiac Killer vibes. Mm-hmm. There was... Uh, um, like just the whole Riddler look. The, the Riddler look killer. was just like yeah, just the symbols on his head. The yeah. Zodiac killer. Yeah, it was just um, the sounds of the lambs when they were like going face to face. The the rain, the footsteps in the rain, yeah. all seven, all crazy. Yeah, uh, was, and yeah. then like just the amount that it took from okay, not to not to like you know get too far into it. I like I'm still in the same. You know what? That, okay, that's where I'm gonna cut it. What did you think? Oh, no, we'll keep going back to where you were. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we'll build on that. I really enjoyed it, and I also really hated it. Okay. Like, I had, like, a lot of appreciation for it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love it the way I think, like, yeah, I think you really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, you quite liked it. Yeah. I was in that place where I looked at it as a, uh, I appreciate what they were doing with it, and I have no faults for that at all. Mm-hmm. They went deep into Batman mythology. I said that, um, what's his name? Uh, Reeve there. Matt, Matt Reeves? Reeves? Reeve? Reeves? Mm-hmm. He's either a gigantic Batman nerd, or he did the most honest research that I've seen any filmmaker do for a movie. Like, I think he went so deep in the archives that, like, I'm like I'm an encyclopedic DC Comics guy. And there were things that he was doing that I recognized all the way back from, like, when Jim Starlin started writing Batman comics. Yeah. Like, Death in the Family type stuff. Um, like, KGBs, Ten Nights of the Beast. Like, he went deep into the archives of Batman to where it was just... Like, I was surprised by all that. The homages were phenomenal. Like, I really do believe yeah. that the way this movie looks... As far as Batman's mask, his costume, the Batmobile, Catwoman, Penguin, is a straight-up homage to the Adam West Batman. Yes. Like, I don't think anybody realizes that. Mm-hmm. Right down to the the music was a, an homage of tons of stuff. Like, he's actually got major hints of, uh, of the Tim Burton, Danny Elfman score. The movie itself looks like Tim Burton's movies. Yeah. Like, every, like he goes so deep into the well for Batman that mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Like, the end shot with, um, not to, like, spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but the end shot of him on the bike is a direct take from the cover of Dark Knight Returns. Or, uh, The Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. Like, when you have that shot of him on the bat pod in The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. that's what you're looking at when he drives away on the bike. Like, that night shot of when, um, that kind of, like, day for night-ish kind of shot of when he's got, uh, in Dark Knight... After Two Face has been blown up and he's standing to go get the coin, yeah, like all of those kind of like like hazy early morning shots mm-hmm. that he uses in the Batman, mm-hmm. direct takes from Christopher Nolan's Batman. Mm. Like yeah. uh, there were so many things that you hear in that too. Like I don't think people realize like the Ave Maria, the Ave Maria is actually like a major inspiration for Tim Burton's or um, Danny Elfman's Batman theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's used there. Um, the Adam West Batman theme was used. Like there are so many homages in Batman anyway. Yeah. Like the Adam West theme is used during Molasses, in um, the Hans Zimmer score. Mm-hmm. That is like the new version of that. Then you've got red herrings for the Danny Elfman theme within the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Yeah. This has got takes from those two movies. Those two movies. Yeah. In this theme, mm-hmm. like it was incredible. Like how like how much of it is just like homage built that I really believe this guy nerded out. I genuinely nerded it out. Yeah, who was in the, Batman mythology? Yeah, who was the creative consultant on that for Batman? I have no idea, man. I think it was. I you mean, on I this saw, one? Yeah, for the the, 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 Batman. the Batman. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought I thought I saw Brian as what's his name? Azarello. Yeah, Azarello. Could be. I mean, Brian Azarello has been known like 
if people don't know, like the Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger Joker is the Brian Azzarello Joker. Yeah, the Joker, yeah. Uh, the Batman costume in The Batman is the Brian Azzarello Batman costume. Yeah. Uh, who's the, the artist? It's not, not Jock. Oh man, I can't, I've got it like right, uh, Lieber, Lieber Mayo. He's the artist. That uh, Batman costume, mm-hmm. it's almost identical to his Batman costume. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the, the creative consultant, mm-hmm. Brian Azzarello. Yeah, I think he was. I thought I saw him in the credits. It was, it was just the most homage-laden Batman movie, I think, that's been made to date. Yeah, it was, um, uh, But. But, no, sorry, go ahead. Having said that, uh, I think I kind of hate it. I thought like three hours, three hours of watching Batman walk across the scene. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't need that. Like I thought it was like, there was a lot of fat. Like if I look at the movies, like the dark Knight compared to the Batman, the dark Knight is like every single sequence. That movie has no fat. Yeah. It's got, it's got zero spare tire, like mm-hmm. no chub. It's all abs. Mm-hmm. This movie is like, like they could, they could lose 25 pounds. And look like Batman. I think the movie itself. I can't argue that. Oh, I don't mean Robert Pattinson. I mean, like, there's only so much that I can watch him walk across mm-hmm. the scene. Yeah. There's only so much I can watch people stare and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that it builds it up, but, like, five minutes of that's fine. I didn't need three hours of that. Yeah. I think I think the, um, uh, I'll say this to that. Um, there's a lot of that. <laughs> there's a lot I, of that. I, I, I think the, um... I think if they, I think they, they, the amount they did it, which was a lot, mm-hmm. I think this is the simple explanation for it, um, is that that is literally what they were going for. Uh, no, I think you're right. Yeah. That is literally what they were I going think for. You're so, right. so I think like they said, you know what, this is a, um, this is a detective movie Yeah, and detect and like scenes are like combed over. They kept doing it. They, so like, yeah, you're right. So they went through scene by scene, mm-hmm. kill by kill. Um, everything that happened, saying like, you know what? Yeah, this is the murder case. This is this is one murder case. This is one murder case. This is what happened. Blah blah yeah. blah. Right. So when you have, so I guess my take from that would be have less murders. <laughs> I think I think they could have done more detective I, I, work. I think yeah, I think so too. I was like I like I would like to see him. Um, okay, granted, like those there was, fuck, I don't know, man. I think I, I, I just I just think that we're just on on. Two sides of the same coin. I think so. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. Harvey Dent. Harvey, <laughs> Harvey. I think I have the, the coin here somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I, I felt I, like... I think that's about it. For me, yeah, it could be, right? I think for me, like, I, I think I was sold a detective movie, and then the detective movie ended after he told me what was wrong with the guy's thumb. And mm-hmm. then they should have kept that Joker scene in. That was, that was a legit... So? Yeah, that was a legit detective moment. I, that, I, that was some I, I'm, real cop I'm, I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, I I feel like they're gonna change up the way the Joker works in this world, mm-hmm. and that's why they got rid of him. But the actual scene of him, like, yeah, that's true. When yeah, he when I he gives him the yeah. documents and he tries to say like, I need your help, go through this and tell me what I should be looking for. Yeah, that's his relationship with a guy who he's built a relationship with, for better or worse. I think yeah, as a cop, he was doing some real cop work. I think the um, I think they should if you're gonna I think if you're gonna put any Joker scene in the main movie, mm-hmm. I think what they should have done is that. Don't show his face. Yeah. Have his voice. Don't show the. Don't hear the laugh. Yeah. And just say like, I'm looking for the serial killer. Blah blah. And just mm-hmm. have him talk. But you're just like, who the hell is he talking to? You know, I, I see. I'm I'm the opposite way. I feel like if you're gonna tell me that we're watching Year Two Batman and he's done Year One stuff, basically I'm watching a third episode of a, of a miniseries, right? Yeah, the, so that's true. Yeah, I'm fine with him already having like dealt with Joker. Have some balls. Show me that Joker sequence. 
as if I don't already, I don't need to know who the Joker is. I know he's out there. You know, like I didn't need the the big, that would have been the better reveal than the one that ended the movie. When he makes that stupid line about who's the clown now, eh? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't need that. To me, that was more hacky than you actually going into. There is a better way they could have ended that. For I sure. Think, for sure. Um, but, could, but think about this though for a second. He's going to the prison. He's going to Arkham. Mm-hmm. And you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And he walks into Arkham. Yeah. And you get that shot of his back the whole time. Like the, the whole movie does. Yeah. Where you're just watching Batman and the cowl and you watch him walk and the doors open up. It's all quiet. Yeah. And then you just see him slide something through and he tells you, tell me, tell me about this guy. Tell me who this is. Yeah. What do you think? I'll, okay, I'll, that's what I would love. But we can't, uh, that's, uh, um, like th- there's a reason why, there's a reason why we weren't allowed to write the movie. I feel like they should have had some stones on him. I think they're going to change him up. I think he was too much of a caricature of the Heath Ledger Joker. Oh yeah, the thing is too is that I think that's a good reveal. Mm-hmm. They're going to remix it for sure. I think I think definitely. Yeah. He the was te- um, the teeth are like a little bit out of control. I do, I do like the teeth though. There but I I think they're they're going to have to like uh really the back his hair and stuff like that looks crazy. All burned up. His mouth either burned like or a, like he pulled it out. I don't even know what he did. Whatever but, he did. Yeah. yeah, he could have just yanked it all out. Yeah. But didn't he kind of look like a crocodile? Yeah. Like, he kind of had that, like, gatory crocodile mouth. Yeah. I really kind of like it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's... I um, should have kept it in. Yeah. Bottom line is, at least we know there is a... There's a Joker in that universe. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And, that, like, the reason I'm okay with all of it is because, like, um, I've always thought, like, the DC universe, there, there, is, there is a multiverse there. That there are multiple stories you can tell. Because as, as a kid reading comic books, Dark Knight Returns is not Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, it's not Death in the Family. No. But they're all great Batman stories that you talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Brightest Day? Like, that's not... No. You know, that's not a traditional Batman that's story. That's not a traditional Batman but, story. But, like, it's a really cool Batman Green Lantern story, right? Mm-hmm. So there are lots of great stories out there. So this is just another story in the Batman universe. Yeah. And, yeah you don't it, have to love it and you don't have to hate it. No, yeah. And there's like, and that's the thing, too. It's like, there's a difference between having the, the, the Batman universe and an extended universe. Mm-hmm. You don't have to... Or a cinematic universe, right? Yep. Um, cinematic universe, I hate all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, uh, si- like singular, singular movies can like, can cater to the fans easier because like, right. I, I think so because people are like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to see something different. Right. When you're watching something like, and like, this is just me ranting as an old man, but like when you see like, uh, there's like the Marvel universe, you are being fed a formula that you already know what it tastes like. Yeah. Okay. So like, but, but with Batman movies, you can change it up. You can change up everything. You can change for up sure. the Batman. You can change up Gotham. You can change up the Batmobile. So every time you see it, you're seeing something new that you're looking forward to. Like, oh, I can't wait to see the fucking Batmobile. I can't wait to see what Gotham looks like. Here's something. Yeah. I can get myself on board with watching a the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. I'm totally on board with the Dark Knight universe. Yeah. And I would love to see a Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, World's Finest. Yeah. You can have them all. You yeah. can have all of those. All of those. The same way, like, you know, you can have that, but unfortunately, because of the way it's structured, you can't do, like, a different take on, um, like, Captain America. You really, you have to find a way to bring Wolverine fresh into the new MCU. Yeah. You can't go back and tell me that there's, like, another universe out there. No, no. You well, I mean, they're trying to now. They're trying to now, but they're, they're, that, that, that's just milking a formula. They're it's like, going to yeah, be like, weird, oh, right? oh, oh, it's just time travel. We're, we, we, we figured that out. I'm like, well, it's the multiverse. It's the multiverse, right? I'm like, oh, my Maybe God. Maybe Professor but... X... Did something to keep the mutants out of... Well, what I'm hoping is he's using the Cerebro. Yeah, me too. It's Cerebro holding the mutants out of the public consciousness. Mm-hmm. And then he'll take that thing yeah. off. And I don't, yeah, who knows? Like, humans I'm... realize that Magneto's been there all along. Oh my god, I remember the mutant wars. I remember the mutant wars! Yeah, so yeah, who knows? I, I, I don't know. Um, I just think it's... Uh, um, yeah, I, I just like things that are fresh and new. Yeah. And so that's what, that's what the Batman was for me. It was like a good, fresh, new, new take. Yeah. Um, I think it was just a good detective... 
detective movie. Um, granted, it had its faults, but I think it's uh, it was just it was it was just so distilled into something, and uh, that's what I appreciated about it. Here's a here's something that I think is going to change, but it's uh, no, but it but it is no Dark Knight. It is no Dark Knight. No. And it's no Batman Returns. No, like you know, there are these other movies out there I enjoy a lot, and mm-hmm. it's Batman fine. Returns is so is so underrated, so underrated, so underrated. But it's such a good movie. That's why I say that um, the Dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie, Batman movie. But as far as in in that world, it's Batman Returns is my favorite overall of them. Mm. But it's not a Batman movie. It's no. a movie about three different people. Three different people. There's yeah. three different characters all getting top billing. Out. Yeah, exactly. The bat, the cat, exactly. The penguin. Yeah, oh I, I know. I, to, I totally agree. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I just can't wait to. I can't wait to see where they go from here. It's, yeah, I'm um, excited. I would like to see. Like I said, I'm, I'm not. I don't. I don't hate it in that it's like it's garbage to me, and those people are dead to me. Mm-hmm. I just there are a lot of things they did that I felt like were just bloated and unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But they did so much right in that homage way that I think I, uh, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really appreciate the work that he put into this. Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I can't wait to purchase it and then see what's like on and then. Listen to it on my home, home, my home theater. So if you listen to the theme song, I'll play it for you a little bit later on because I, I, I think I have it on here or it's on my other phone. Yeah. In which case it's gone. But I don't know if you noticed that we talked about homages and there was homages to the other Batman tracks, other themes, all that kind of stuff in here. But there is one segment of this theme that I think was directly taken from the Karate Kid. Really? There's a whole segment when you okay, listen I, to it. I, I, know, I know I'm going to know because I know that theme. You know that theme. Training Hard. The Training Hard segment is, in itself, I think, one of the most underrated themes of all time. It's like four different themes Didn't in one Bill theme. Didn't Bill Conti do that? Bill Conti. Yeah. So it's like, it's four different themes layered onto each other. It, so it's, it's quite nice. Like, it's a beautiful theme song. But if you listen to the, um, the, uh, bat mo- or the bat bike and cat bike sequence, that whole thing, it's all Training Hard. Really? It's incredible. I heard it and I was like, oh my god. I think this motherfucker. Uh, it, it, I'll probably do, I'll, I'll hear that from you. I'll probably be like, "Oh yeah, holy shit, yeah. holy shit!" Yeah. But that whole part just sounds almost like it's just a slightly different layered version of Training Hard. Yeah. After a slightly different layered version of the uh, Danny Elfman Batman theme. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot going. That was that's why I appreciate. It. Yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah, we'll have to listen to it then. Yeah, for sure. Get a, yeah. uh, get a listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, well, not to talk about things that are just like mediocre. I had this thought in my head. I'm just sitting there, and maybe like I'll get a take off of you, but I just want to get it out there. Yeah, there are certain like things that you watch on TV that you wonder, like, why do those actors not uh, appear or anything else? Mm-hmm. Are you cold? No, it's a little cold down here. No, it's we are in the the basement. Oh no, no, I just, I just my, like like this hood never like it just falls flat sometimes. Well, you got to puff it up for the camera. Yeah, but there are things like uh, because I just saw the trailer of it that you that are on and then. You realize afterwards they, they suck is why you don't see the actors in there anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, Game of Thrones is one of them. Like, Game of Thrones is one of those shows that I watched. Like, I binged it. Yeah. And because I binged it, when I walked away from it, I was like, well, this is just garbage. Yeah. Like, I didn't enjoy it as a series. There are three or four episodes that are very good. Yeah. And I would say the only way to watch it is to binge it. Because the, the series, it's awful. It's a stupid show. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I feel the same way about, like, How I Met Your Mother. Like, because there's a new How I Met Your Mother coming out. How I Met Your Father. There is? Yeah, How I Met Your Father. Oh, that's with Hilary Duff, right? On, uh... Yeah. Okay. Now, she might be the saving grace of that show, because Hilary Duff is actually really good. I, I, you know what? I like her because she actually personally sent me a, ha- a hello message. Let's get a story behind that. Oh, I just, I found her on, like, what was it? On her, I can't remember what social media thing is, is right? stalking Hilary Duff. Uh, yeah, I just saw it. I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know why. I just said, um, oh, hey, how's it going? I said, huge fan. I don't, I don't know what she, I have no idea what she does. 
And I think she, I, and I, know, I think I messed her because I, I kind of felt bad for her because she dated, what, what hockey player? Oh, no, she, uh, was it Comrie? Comrie, she right? She was married to Mike Comrie, Yeah, right? so I, I they have kids. Yeah, Mike Comrie's a douchebag. So I was like, I have a Mike Comrie story. Yeah, and so I was like, I, so I saw her there. I was like, I was like, oh, hey, I just want to say hello. And I said, uh, yeah, I just hope you're doing well. And she just replied back. She's like, hi, how's it going? She's yeah, like, oh, thank you, you so much. And uh, yeah, that was, that was it. And I was like, <laughs> that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. uh, that's uh, some good interactions yeah. with a, a human being. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she's she seems very nice. She seems nice enough. But yeah. I think there are, there are things out there, like those shows, right, that don't, like you wonder where the actress went. Like, where are they now, 10 years later? It's like, why were they in nothing else? Like, Saved by the Bell. Why did those people not do anything else after that show ended? It's because they were all awful, and the show was terrible. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, okay, well, the show was like it was it was it was good for its time, right? But like, um, you can't uh, go back and watch it. You now. can't go back and watch it now, right? So like, I know like uh, AC Slater has his talk show like on that nobody watches, mm-hmm. and then you have like, uh, and then you have. Uh, but that happens though. Like that happens. one person from those shows will generally do okay. Yeah, they'll, they'll go on to like America's Got Talent or whatever like that. They'll be like, like, like in Game of Thrones, the little guy. Yeah. Uh the 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 other small dude there. From the family of bad guys. Yeah, I can't even remember. Like I can't remember. I, I, I know who you're. I think I know who you're talking about. But like, um, he's got a great name too. He's got like a Benedictine Cumberbatch kind of name. Oh yeah, like I'm not. I'm... But he's in a bunch of stuff, and he's phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. he's great in everything he does. The rest of the cast all disappear. Yeah, because they sucked. They sucked. Yeah, Slater. He's good at what like he's got. Yeah, like one of those uh, entertainment time type things. Yeah, you know, like the ones where like you know they they kiss celebrities' asses and stuff yeah, like that. He's yeah, he's entertaining. Yeah, he does well at that. Mm-hmm. The rest of them were awful. Yeah, that's why when the other dude went on the NYPD Blue, the show fucking tanked. Yeah, like that's what happens when you get like terrible people on a on a terrible show who try to go into a good show. Yeah, like even that. Uh, who's that? Um, How I Met Your Mother. One of those girls who uh, who's from American Pie. Oh yeah, 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 the one from American Pie and Buffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like she yeah she went on to like that Penn and Teller fool me whatever it's called. She yeah. was like the mother. She hosts that. She hosts that, and then she um, moves on because the rest of them. Were yeah, off. and Doogie was in the the newest Matrix. Oh yeah, I forgot Doogie's not one too. Yeah, um, still show show still garbage though. Yeah, uh, but uh, um, actually, you know what? Matrix is another movie that I'm gonna rewatch. Well, we'll get to that one too. Yeah, but just stick to this thing here. I want to get into my unpopular opinion. Okay, go ahead. The Cosby Show was a terrible fucking show. Really? The Cosby show is hot garbage. Why is that not doing the same numbers and reruns like Seinfeld? It's got an easily adaptable plot. Mm-hmm. You can you can turn it can turn well, into okay, a franchise. Okay, okay, let's let you know sorry, the Cosby that. show. The Cosby show is awful. I hit and that's not because of all the, the prolific rapes that Bill Cosby did. As far as Bill Cosby goes, as a kid I thought he was funny. Mm-hmm. I like Bill Cosby's uh, the records. When you listen to like the Buck Buck and the Fat Albert, I was a big Fat Albert fan. Mm-hmm. I loved Electric Company. Yeah. Um, when you go back most of the records now, you realize he was telling you he's a rapist. Yeah. But I didn't mind all that stuff. I was a Bill Cosby fan, but the Cosby show really? was garbage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I, I go back now, I'm like, this is unwatchable garbage. Okay. There's nothing I can take from this. Okay. There was, okay. I'll say this. Um, up until when Denise went to college, okay, up until like different world started, mm-hmm. everything and, and everything before that was great. Yeah. Okay. Um, when Denise came back and she was, uh, when she quit school and she went to Egypt or whatever it was, she came back and she was married and then Olivia came by, went to Olivia came in, I stopped watching the show. Mm-hmm. Well, I watched it, but I was like, I can't watch, but everything before that, um, were just so memorable for me. Like when, like, when, uh, like, uh, Cockroach and, uh, Theo and like, like there's a certain episodes that just live with me because I'm yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, those, cause I remember watching those with my family and I'm like, yeah, those are just back when you were younger, you know, when we were younger, right? Watching them, watching it now, it's just, uh. You, you see, like, how good of actors, like, all the young kids were. 
They were good. Yeah, they, they were, were good, okay. right? And uh, Felice Rashad, like she's uh, she was hilarious in that mm. show. Um, but uh, but yeah, like but I don't yeah. If you if you don't see that, if it doesn't have the rewatchability because it's not, it is more relatable. Yeah. But Seinfeld is just is uh, for lack of a better term, it's immortal. But it's not just Seinfeld. Like look at Full House. Full House had a Netflix revival. Yeah, full like I, those I, shows. Yeah, like Full House, I couldn't watch it again. You it was couldn't just, watch it. I know because it's way too childish. Oh yeah, well the thing is, like, I never really got into that show either. Oh, like, what I'm saying, yeah, I mean, I watched it was on when it was on, but it was kind of on the uh, same run as like Family Matters and stuff. Well, it was TJF. So, right? It was always on. Yeah. So like, yeah, Friday nights you were at home after school. You kind of did like Perfect Strangers and yeah, all like not Perfect Strangers I enjoyed, but again, Perfect Strangers might have been garbage too because where did that go? Like, there's so many shows that disappeared. The Jeffersons. Sanford and Son, Barney Miller are yeah. still in like regular syndication mm-hmm. in the U.S. on tons of channels. Yeah, I think like New York and Boston, like regular syndication. Okay, well I'll say this though. But before the rapes, Cosby had already disappeared. Well, yeah. Well, I'll say this though, like because a lot of those actors mm-hmm. were like, um, like a lot of the, the people from those shows, like the thing of Seinfeld, it was like, I find Seinfeld to be like every single one of those people mm-hmm. was was a, either a great actor or a great comedian. Right. So. Um, uh, and so you can enjoy their performances because like it was not nothing is forced it was just like a um, because it's it was such a relatable show because it's like it's literally about nothing yes so you could just rewatch it again and be like uh, it, it brings you memories when you were like older mm-hmm. so you can still watch it again and it's still the comedy is still relevant because you understand it not just not just family sitcoms. You stuff. age with it. You age with it. The way you it. age yeah. like a Disney cartoon. Exactly. Like you're like those jokes are not meant for kids. Yeah. And Seinfeld's kind of like you know flat and yeah. laughable. And at the same time, when you get older as an adult, you're like, uh, yeah, this, this still goes on. <laughs> this this still happens. Like, like I, today was the I was watching the episode with the dick out. Yeah. The guy takes the dick yeah, out. You're like, like that's that's literally happened yeah. since then a lot of times. Yeah, exactly. I think like, what was that? Probably in Bill Cosby's limousine. How did how did how did Lane say how did Lane say it? She's like, he took. <sighs> It out. <laughs> it out. Yeah, I, and I guess same thing goes for me for shows like Friends. Like, I don't think Friends is nearly as good as people gave it credit for when it was on. Oh, I hated that show. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like a nostalgia piece now. Yeah. But at the same time, like, really overly acted. The same thing with Cosby. Like, Cosby's face. I didn't like Cosby's face. All the faces he'd make and the... the really? Like, that had to be too much. Oh, my God. It's, I, I thought, I thought the I wife thought was, was smug. Just, it's so over, it was so over the top. Theo was, like, like borderline, like, he's been bashed in the head slow. Um, I didn't like Rudy. Like, I mean, there's so much about that show that I just I just didn't like. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, yeah. Oh, no, there's, there's a spectrum for everybody. I think so, man. For, every, for, for, for like, for you looking at Vanette, like, Vanessa and, like, Denise. I'm convinced and that show was garbage. Al- Alvin. Not even Alvin? Not even Alvin. Really? He's a cuck. He's a simple... <laughs> he's, he's I see Alvin terrible. was kind of a cunt. Yeah. Al- Alvin, <laughs> Alvin was pretty awful. Yeah. Did a whole lot of nothing. The thing is, he was treated like he was awful too. Like, like when they first met him, they're like, you know what? They're like, like, you're don't say anything. They're like, you have to be taught how to be like a proper man. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you look back at shows that you did watch over and over again that you do go back to, Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Like the Fresh Prince, I will like I literally it's on my Netflix feed all the time. Yeah, but but look at Fresh Prince compared to like the Cosby Show, right? You had um, Uncle Phil, who's um, he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. You had Will Smith. And you, like, everyone in that show was solid. Have you right? tried watching the new one? The the Bel Air show? No, I don't watch that. It's awful. Yeah. It takes that. all the fun and heart from the Fresh Prince. And it just it, it, it just sucks the soul out of it. It just sucks it out. It I, wokes everything up. No. Like it's just I don't watch that. Yeah, that's awful. Just, oh, like that's it's a terrible. terrible show. Yeah. Like the Fresh Prince was so perfect 
And this is like, hey, you know what we should do? Mm-hmm. Is just like vacuum the love out of a property that you enjoyed and give you that. Yeah. Let's give you a carcass of the fresh plants. Yeah, exactly. I have yeah, I had no uh I had no uh inclination to watch it. I was like you're right. Again, I'm like, I'm like, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's, it's re- re- my friend. I'm like, why don't you just watch Fresh Prince? How about that? Yeah. You have an inkling for Fresh Prince? Why don't you watch Fresh Prince? You can find it anywhere. You should go watch it on Bel Air. Have you seen Bel Air? No, because I'm still watching the Fresh I'm Prince. I'm watching Fresh Prince. Oh, you should check out Bel Air because like Bel Air is like Bel Air. Yeah. Like, no, it's awful. Did I tell you about the, 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 the Fresh Prince marathon myself and my cousin did? This is the greatest thing. Okay, what we did, um, where I was, uh, my cousin Jessica, we were at his parents, we were at his parents' house in the basement. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just play Halo beginning to end. Let's see if let's just finish it on Heroic. Straight through. Straight through. Oh, on the, we on had, the hardest yeah, setting. Yeah. And so we'll like, you know, yeah, we played a Legendary. Ooh. And so on the hardest setting. So like, let's just start from beginning to end. Let's just finish it. He's like, okay, fine. So we surround ourselves with like caffeine, candy and stuff like that. So we had, we, we had on, on a, on his big TV and on a little, little TV, there was a, there was a Fresh Prince marathon going on. Why would you not do that? Yeah. So we, so Fresh Prince was going on from here. And we're just playing Halo. And then at so we started at around like eleven, and then at night, and we finished at five o'clock in the morning. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and we're just sitting there, and then uh, we finished, and then uh, then we were watching Fresh Prince, the last episode. Then we turned it off, and we looked at each other, and we're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, and then we're yeah. like, "We're just high off of caffeine and sugar," and we're like, and then "I like how it's almost cartoonish. Like you look at each other, and you've aged." Yeah, like the beards are Rumpelstiltskin. Oh long. yeah, like we're just sitting there, like you can see the the. the crow's feet and stuff like that and we're just like, <laughs> we're like oh god we need to get some so we just went right upstairs and we just went right to sleep that's a that's a hard way to live but you know what it's the right way to live yeah that's pretty good it. yeah we had a had a pretty good episode there kinda, else? we kind of ranted a bit anything else when, uh not really i i had one more thing that was kind of like sitting in my head about cursing in front of children but like nothing really like important you know what i think i learned you know what i think i learned about children when people complain about them hmm. you know what i think i they're either amazing or awful. But yeah, I, I think it's okay. It's okay to hate them. I think it's okay to not like certain children. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's like your own children. It's you know when you say like we're talking like, about this. Yeah, like I think the, I think it's okay for you to be like you know what you're saying like the you're like not in the sense of like why the fuck do I have kids right but like you yeah, say like yeah. you know this kid's a fucking asshole right yeah it's okay okay so I'm of two minds of this I remember I, reading not in the sense of like you're gonna lash out at them and just like you know right. abandon them and not feed them and stuff like that exactly right? not abuse like, yeah you, but you're sitting there the you, we, we have that moment of like like self honesty we're like yeah. I fucking do you fucking little asshole and stuff like that right yeah, yeah, yeah. like that like, I think that's fine I, I think that's um, you're okay it's every now and then you're allowed to be frustrated and you're allowed to be angry at your kids legitimately because yes. they've, they've like done something to you that you day own them hurtful. yeah <laughs> you own them you do but I think for somebody who tells Come me... from someone who doesn't have kids. So, for someone who doesn't have kids. I've been surrounded by children my entire life. Like, I've grown up around cousins who are younger than me. I've uh, taken care of kids, like, my entire life. I've got people who I know who are always like, hey... What, what about me? Well, I mean, you're an adult, but you're a man-child. That's pretty good. Yeah. I take care of you every now and then. That's true. You mean, do you take care of kids? Yeah. You take care of kids? Yeah. Yeah, you've been around kids your I've, whole Yeah, life. like, you know, I had nephews, nieces and nephews. I've, uh... I... Think that, but but not not to, not to the extent you have. I'm a diaper changer, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I, I do all. I don't that. do any of that shit. Yeah, I let them vomit on. Like just today, as or yesterday, I had uh, I had my my little nephew there threw up on me three times. Mm-hmm. I mean, like violently. You know, mm-hmm. It just happens. That's part of your. That's part of my routine. Yeah, I'm the kind of guy who like cups your hands and lets them throw up in there. Put them. In the, I'm one of those people. <laughs> I, because that's just the way I was raised, right? You take like you take care and nurture small children and be polite to animals and old people. Yeah, even when nobody's looking. Be nice to animals and children and old people, yep. whether people are looking or not. Yeah, you call old people, you call old men, sir. And well, you don't have I, to go as far I, as that. I do. But you, well, you know, that's good yeah, to do. I do. But yeah. you got to be polite. 
Always be polite. Yeah. I'll be, uh, yeah, the ma'ams and sirs, that's a good way yeah, to go. That's good yeah, stuff. Just because it's, uh, it's, it's respect. It's respectful. And, and for me, it feels better. It's like if there's an old man like who's, you can tell he's sweet, but they'll drop him like, thank you, sir. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Always. I, I've been used, I've used the friend a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. Buddy. Pal. Yeah. Or, or, or most of the time I use buddy. Thanks, How buddy. can I help your friend? Yeah. Like, but, um, but when it comes to people who say things like, nah, I hate my kids. I don't like my kids. That's you fucking up as a parent. Yeah. That's you being a terrible role model for your kids. Well, I, I think it's also it, when you're just, it, it's, that's true too, right? Yeah. You're uh, but sorry, fi sorry, finish your thought. Yeah, yeah. No, that's my point. Because I know kids who are not great. Like, I know a lot of kids who I'm like, I don't like that kid. Mm -hmm. I don't like that kid, but I also can't stand their parents. Yeah, like, but there's, I guess the, the, there's there's a whole spectrum of, like, how you handle, like, when a kid's being, like, a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, you, um, there's people who are just like, you know what, you know what, I've had... You're my second child. I've been through this before. So you're like, you know what? Yeah, you spill Kool-Aid on the carpet. You're like, you know what? Yeah. Hey, it man, happens. whatever, right? It happens. And then, um, but some people when they're having their first kid, they're not like really um, climatized to like being a parent. So they're like, they don't know how to handle it or mm -hmm. they let the stress of the day and they, like, they're like coming in there. They, they don't know how to separate the two. And they'll be like, hey, you little, you know, you little shit, whatever, right? So I think it's, there's a wide spectrum of how people handle yeah. those situations. Yeah, and yeah. so, and if so, if you're, the key, is, the key is to say even killed, right? But there's no, there's no, there should be no punishment on your part to like look at yourself and be like, oh wait, why would I like? I'm so bad. I yelled at my kid and stuff like that, right? right. No, like it's just normal. You're like, you know, you, you, everyone has moments of weakness. Like, that's you know, different, man. Yeah, that's different. Moments of weakness and like you know, your kid doing something gets on your nerves and you kind of like yeah, yeah, yell at them. That's child rearing. That's that's parenting. Yeah. Like eventually, those kids learn like, oh, there are ways that I'm there are things I'm not supposed to do. But like, if you are one of those people who have like a five year old and you're complaining to your friends all the time, like I I hate my kids. I think I hate my kids. Yeah, that's different. I yeah, think I that's hate different. my children. Yeah, where I'm you're, where, yeah, where you're going to like your the other people, and because and then like, if this has been like, if you haven't like fixed the problem, this has been right. going like your if your kids if you're going with your friends and you're being yeah. like, you know, for, for like a month or two months in a row, you're like, I can't stand my kid. My kid's doing this, this, and that's this. That's right? you, man. That you, you'd be like, you know what? That's you know, you should like you know, you know, turn a dial and be like, you right. know what? Do a 180. I'm like, you know what? Maybe you should look at yourself in the mirror. About you should that. remember the old uh, the Raylan Gibbons line. You ever like you know when you wake up in the morning. And you run into an asshole. You probably just ran into an asshole. Mm -hmm. But if you wake up in the morning, you run into an asshole, and you run into an asshole at lunch, you run into an asshole at dinner time. Then on the way home, you run into an asshole. Maybe you are the asshole. Yeah, that's if true. You, if you're walking around, you're yeah. like, my kids are trouble. My kids are bothering me today. My kids bother me now. I hate my kids. My kids are trouble. No, man, you're the problem. You are the problem. Because I know lots of people who've got like pretty decent kids, but they're also assholes. Yeah. I know one kid in particular who is just a sweetheart. But man, her parents are gigantic pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you got... It's, like, it's not going to be long. I watch that kid. I'm like, it's not going to be long before you realize you're smarter than your parents. Yeah. And you're probably like more loving than your parents. But you're like somehow... Like somehow you're getting through life becoming a better human being. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the fact that your parents are just like completely garbage, garbage humans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like I look at that. I'm like, I'm amazed by it. I see that. I'm like, I'm amazed by it. So every time I get a chance to be like, you're doing a good job, kid. I throw that out there. That's good, yeah. So, like, you're always, like, reinforcing. Because, like, I know her parents. And I'm like, you guys are such losers. Mm -hmm. Like, you're awful. Yeah. So, there's that, too, right? Where, like, you are con you're constantly complaining about your kids, but you're awful. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree. Like, I like one thing I actually really love to do is um, uh, is to, like, hang out with my friends' kids. Um, like, Jason, uh, like, Sandy's little daughter. Um, but they're decent children. They're, they're just... Such great kids. Yeah. Um. I and when I was when I was in in February when I, when I went to uh to go snowboarding, mm -hmm. um, staying at Vic's place, and this is the first time I've ever like really hung out with Vic's kids, and um, 
Yeah, I just um, and I'm like, you know, we're, we're playing, we're just playing hockey on the floor, like just like you know, just um, just ball hockey, just like uh, on the floor. We had two nets on each side, probably like the distance of the of the width of this, right? Just things you do with children. Yeah, so we were all playing, like Vic and his wife, and Jason was playing with us, and I was playing with the two kids, and so yeah, and I just um, you know, they would the kids would get pissed off because like. like like, oh no, you're cheating! Like, all stuff, Sometimes right? you cheat, and yeah, and you just and you could tell they're they're about to lash out or cry. Well, they don't cry, but like saying like you know they're gonna lose control. Yeah, I just call time out. I'm like, hey, my team over here. Yeah, and I'm huddle like, guys, yeah, guys, huddle up, man. Okay, guys, we got this. Don't worry about it. And then yeah. high five, and then after it just diffuses the situation for sure, right? Because yeah. you're not, you know what it is. You're not an idiot. Like you're not a no. moron. No, yeah, like, you can see a problem and you can diffuse it. And this isn't to say that whole thing. Oh yeah, thing and the like, thing is too is like I'm, that that's what Vic and Vic and Anita do as well, right? Exactly. And so I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like just uh, let's just you know let's just diffuse the situation and yep. make sure um you know everyone's cool. So like how you made it fancy to diffuse. That's what you have to do, man. Got to diffuse. Yeah, you said just just pour water over the situation. Just hopefully yeah. it just uh, you don't diffuse it. <laughs> diffuse it. Diffuse it. Fancy. Yeah, and so yeah, I just think it's uh um. It's great because like I don't because um, I don't have kids mm-hmm. so um, uh, and I'm not sure how um, I was thinking about this the other day I'm not sure how like how close um, all my friends are with each other's kids mm-hmm. like I know like their, their kids used to play like to play with other people's kids yeah but I like to I actually like to like hang out with the kids I'm like because uh, it's just uh, um, I don't talk to kids like their um, like their children right. I don't. You, I never do. I talk, you to, talk like, to them. Like, like you bring them up. Like, like they're my buddies. Yes. Yeah. So um, you don't talk down to them. No, never. You bring their vocabulary. Exactly. Up yeah. Right. I'm just like, hey, well, uh, this is what you got to do. You got to do this, this, and that. I'm like, yeah. And then so even with um, uh, uh, like drone flying, mm-hmm. like Jason's daughter, she's eight years, seven, eight years old. Totally like, into it. She's now. She's. I gave her my drone thing, and she flew it like a pro. Yeah. Take the time to show them how to like you know make something work. Yeah, how to, how to navigate these situations? Oh yeah, like now, like you know, I'm uh, I do anything for those kids, right? Yeah, no, because um, that's what I mean, though. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't think you need to have children to be like good to children. Like uh, that that thing where people are like, well, when you have your own kids, you'll know. It's like no, I'm a I'm a human being with empathy. Mm-hmm. Like I do know. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm a human being who can understand that you have to nurture smaller human beings. Yeah, like Ultron said, what are they called? Children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you've got to nurture smaller human beings because it's going to make them better adults. Yeah. Whether you have children or not, mm-hmm. that's just something that should be in your head. And if you can't do that without children, you're probably going to be awful at that when you have children. Yeah, it's totally true. Like I, um, uh, even my, I, I don't treat them any different than I would with my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's cathartic because like, you know, when you really, really get, you get, you get attached, you get, um, the emotional attachment is there. Oh, now. for sure. So like, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so like I'll be like, even when we came back from snowboarding, I was like, uh, Jason's like, uh, no one was home, right? So I was going to get in my car and leave. Then Jason's like, well, you want to stay for a couple minutes? Uh, can you wait for like 20 minutes? The kids are going to be home. They're the really kids are going to be right? home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no for sure. Yeah, for sure. And so it's great. Like, I just, I, I just love um, uh, big girl kids, but I don't like, um, I never treat them as kids. Right. Yeah. I have, a, I have like just real conversation with them. Yeah. Play with them, rest with them, whatever it is. But like, yeah, you, you, you don't like, you Bring them up and say, "Yeah, you know what? Your 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 red uncle is cool." But I feel like yeah. um, maybe in a roundabout way, we kind of got to the point where you see what I mean when I say when somebody says like, "I hate my kids," mm-hmm. they're the problem. Mm-hmm. Those people are the problem. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. be good to children. Be, yeah, just to ra- like raise them right. You know, like, I would never tell any parent how to raise their kids. No, um, but uh, every every person I know who all my friends who have kids, yeah, they they're just. The greatest parents. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I wouldn't tell somebody how to raise their children, 
But I don't know people who do a shitty job at raising their kids. I don't know. Like, when somebody doesn't raise their kids well, like, I tend to not be friends with those people. So, like, I'm not in that situation anyway. Yeah. And if you did, look, man, if you, like, if you smacked your kid in front of me because the kid is being a junky little turd, then maybe you had it coming. I probably recognize that. Mm -hmm. I recognize that you're doing a terrible job raising your kids. I'm not be friends with you. But if you hit your kid, if you walled him, even a black guy, I'll fucking put you through a wall. Yeah. I'll put you through a goddamn concrete wall. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. You if, pop if, your if, kid you, if you, like, if you, like, if you brutalize the kid, yeah. that's a different question. I would, yeah. I would risk my friendship with you if I mm-hmm. saw you pop your kid in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, hard enough to give him, like, a bruise. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give you, I'm probably going to tear one of your ears off. Yeah. Because it's right there. It's easy to grab onto. Yeah. I've accidentally done it before. Oh, yeah. Some people will say, like, I love my kid to death. I'll defend, like, my kid to death. I'll just do anything for him. But, Sometimes I just hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. Speaking of, to end off here on kids who behave badly, you said that you didn't like my comedy. No. Okay. Now, I, I'm fairly certain I've told this story here before. Just to defend that guy on the way out the door. Okay. Uh, we were working in a bar one time. Strangler, myself, a bunch of other guys. Like, people who've been on, like, the original podcast crew. We're all working in this one place. And uh, this guy... Dancing on the bar. Now, this bar tended to have all the Oilers in the O2 era. The 2002, like, hot shit George LaRock. Like, that era of Oilers. Mm-hmm. They were always in the place. Yeah. And this kid is in there, in my section, that I'm patrolling there. He's dancing on the bar. I'm like, the F. You don't dance on a bar. You're just gonna break your neck. So I walk up, and I give him a little tap on the leg, and I pull him down. He's like, ah, oh, it's cool, it's cool, don't worry about it, it's cool. I'm like, look, man, you just don't. Like, get off the bar. I know the bartender's having a good laugh at it. Maybe you guys are buddies. Here's your warning. Hit the road, right? Mm-hmm. I turn around, and like, not 30 seconds later, he's back on the, on the bar. just like dancing like an asshole. So I roll up. I turn back around. I grab him. I give him a good hard yank, like the kind of yank where I want him to, like, hit things on the way down. Yeah. Pull him off the bar. I walk in the side door. I do that thing where you kind of, like, this is an awful thing to do, and you shouldn't do it. But I give him, like, a teep kick to the hip. So, like, when I kick him, he'll open the doors and fall out. Oh, okay. So I, I give him a good, solid, like, Muay Thai teep right to the hip. The doors open up and he's out. I walk up to the front of the bar to the front door to so let them know the kid that I just kicked out the side can't come back in. I go over there and he's, like, nowhere to be found. So I'm just, like, hanging around, doing whatever, chitty chat, no big deal. I go back inside. This motherfucker's back in the bar. Like, he's back on the bar. He got back in and on the bar somehow. I think one of the bartenders let him in. Mm-hmm. So I make a beeline for him. Like, I get right up to him, and he can see me coming. He gets off the bar, and he's trying to give me the whole, like, it's cool, don't worry about it. So I do the, like, the hard grab. I think I goosenecked him or grabbed him by the cheek or something. Like, it was one of those things where I really want to hurt this kid now. So I grab him. Like, I'm roughing up to the front door. He's bouncing off everything on the way out. And George Lorak is like, chill, he's with me. He's a new guy. He's with me. It's my comedy. He's like, he's with me. Don't, don't, fuck, just fucking leave him alone. So I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, he's he's a new fucking Oilers guy. God damn it. And Lorak has been nothing but nice to me. Like, I've, I've interacted with him a, a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, we know each other by the first name. Mm-hmm. He's been nothing but cool, so I gotta let this kid go. So I let him go. I'm fuming. Like, the entire night, I could... I could you just if I had gone, right? heat vision, I could have bored a hole through this guy. Mm-hmm. I hate him so much. End of the night comes, and it was uh, in the front of the bar. We had these like big metal extension posts that we put the velvet rope on. Yeah. And they were they weighed a ton, man, because like if somebody bumps into them, they'll fall over. Yeah. They're like 50 pounds of the base, like 25 pounds of of, con- or of uh, metal. So I'm out there just waiting. We're gonna put them all away. We're putting the chairs away on the inside, and there's a hot dog stand out front. We buy hot dogs for all the inside guys. Mm-hmm. 
So like I'm waiting for the, to like get the hot dogs and the things put together and Kami walks up and he's trying to apologize. And I'm like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna hear it, man. I don't wanna hear a thing you have to say to me. But Mike Kami's like, what can I do to make it right? So offhandedly I say, you pick all these up and you take them to the back shed and you put them away. And there was like 20 of them. And 20 of them that weigh like 50 pounds each. Like with not a word, he picked up each one of them and he put them all away in the order they're supposed to go. Like he did a good job. Like I would have hired him. He did a good job and he put them all away. When he got back in the bar, he helped me put away the DJ boot, which was like a big heavy concrete because like, you know, it can't move. Yeah. Because like the record's all fucking skipping shit. Mm -hmm. He helped me put that entire booth away. And I, w I didn't say a word to him. Like I was angry. I'm like a parent was angry to kid. I was mad at him. And then he went and he bought all my guys' hot dogs. Oh. I mean, it was the nicest end of a night apology that I've ever gotten, oh, cool. ever working in the bar. Like, he did it in such a like a, a way that he was trying to make nice. Yeah. Like, he recognized that what he'd done, and I've, since then, I've never said a crossword about that guy. He won me over, and I'm, I'm always going to be on his side after that. So I know the whole, maybe, maybe he was mean to Lizzie McGuire. Well, that's what show she was in, right? I think Lizzie so. McGuire? Yeah, yeah. Lizzie maybe McGuire. he was mean to Lizzie McGuire. I don't know. But Mike Comrie is like in my good books. Like in Okay, so, so the, when he divorced with Lizzie McGuire, yeah. that's, not, that's not who he was. That's who he became. That's who he became. Yeah. But who he was when I interacted with him the first time. Like I know there was some like, like, the, like real weird shit that went on with him and the team. Yeah. Which is why he ended up going. Yeah. I mean, it was a fuckery. <laughs> but like as far as what he did with me, the interaction that I had with him started so bad that ended like so good. Like, it ended so well afterwards. Okay. So well, I was like, maybe, uh, I, I can't hate you. And he didn't buy, like, the little hot dogs. He bought the Smokies that have the cheese in them. Like, he bought, and he personally went up and bought all my guys' hot dogs. I can't be mad at that guy. Okay, well, you know what? Uh... No, that is just me. That is my interaction. That is your interaction. That's not everybody's That's interaction. That's fine. I'm sure that there are people who hate him like people hate their own children. Yeah. I call those people assholes, and there's nothing you can say about to me that's going to make me change my mind. Well, that's, maybe that's the title of this uh, podcast. Can't change my mind. Can't change my mind. Oh, that's a good a good ending there, buddy. Right. Um, I would say that that's probably... Unless you got, you got anything else? You got else? Uh, that's, uh, yeah. Um, check out the new Muse single, Compliance. It was very good. Yeah. It's, uh, it has that Euro kind of uh but the european kind of but uh sound to it but it's a kind of a it's a good it's a good euro pop song from Muse. It, it's i liked it i liked it's, it a lot uh, it's yeah. all euro no trash no trash yeah it's a great great song and if you haven't seen if you haven't listened to won't stand down um the music video for that was actually filmed in the ukraine before the invasion in the ukraine or in ukraine in ukraine yeah was and, it was it shot outside kiev or kiev I'm not sure where it was shot actually, but it was shot like it was shot. Like, it was shot just before the invasion. Really? And the song is about you know pretty much what's going on in the Ukraine for the Ukrainians. Like it's a war anthem for them. Well, you know what? Good. Yeah. Good. Good for them. Now they have something to rally those flags. They to. should. Yeah. Like, yeah, because they got <laughs> weird shit. Yeah, it's, it's literally exactly what's happening to them, and mm -hmm. like you know won't stand down. Yeah. Well, I would say that the music has been on for some time now. Peace out. That's how I'm gonna end it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do the UFC thing where it's like, you know what, I trade so hard.